0: I'll hit up the forum again. This questions. Uh, – I'll start off with Louie. Um, when I've been uh, at schools, I've seen the way that they've done streaming quite um, differently. I've seen um, people just go, no, this is just a random assorted class. These are just your kids. Get on with it. I've seen um, schools where they, they stream by ability. In an extreme case, I saw a school stream classes by race because there was so many cultures within the schools, they didn't appreciate cultural difference initially. And they put all the African kids, they went, these are the African kids. Yeah, they didn't acknowledge that there's different tribes and different groups within those kids and some of them have quite bitter rivalries. So the only way they could get any sort of normal classroom was to separate it by race. And that was in an extreme low socioeconomic school that I saw. At Muradati, what do you do in terms of streaming and what do you believe about streaming by saying this kid, uh, pigeonholing a kid, is, this is their ability, we'll put them all with the, the other sick puppies, so to speak. Or do you think that's an, an effective way to stream or what's your views on that topic?
1: Uh, look, I'll just speak to the work we do. I mean, it probably addresses the wellbeing. I think I, someone else was talking about how do we support beginning teachers. So the way Maradati is set up, we have all multi-age except a kindy single stream and so is prep. We use prep as a sort of transition space. And so we're building up these sort of hubs of children who, you know, who are in a space for three years and then move into a new space. Um, so it's it's it, it feels it, it's supportive in terms of a child that has pre-established relationships, potentially they have siblings in the same space. Um, in terms of a beginning teacher we do a team approach so there's never one teacher in one space so we have um, two teachers who share plus supportive support staff we have a maximum of 12 to 15 children in one space each um, each teacher has a support staff and up an extra adult if we have difference we add another adult um, so it, it's really a culture where we're, we're looking to support rather than actually make judgments around I mean, in terms of difference, it's probably one of our biggest challenges. In, uh, I think people uh, certainly are drawn to somewhere like Maradati because uh, you know, I would challenge that, I, I don't think schools, well, maybe, again, I'm, I'm speaking generally, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not speaking to any of what these people do, but difference traditionally hasn't been supported well. It's, quite, it, it, it's a fearful thing, and, and it's not because people don't want to help, it's often there isn't the support, or they don't know how, Um, So we certainly make sure that, I guess, the difference is is equally represented in spaces. Um, But, um, yeah, look, it's not an issue for us. It's certainly something we, you know, it it just doesn't fit with what we do. We probably don't have the numbers. As we move to Brisbane and Ipswich, there's certainly a lot of pressure for high schools. But again, um, the idea of streaming is just a way out of my reality, really.
0: Scott, you've had experience in schools where they've streamed and they haven't streamed. I'm sure you've had the high end class and then maybe the learning difficulties class. Does your pedagogy change when you get kids of those um, different abilities? And do you agree with it in a, as a concept?
2: I think streaming's got to die. <laughs> it's that simple, right? I'm not a fan. And the reason I'm saying that is when I started my career, we literally did stream one, two, three, four, five. I mean, even, even back when we were very young in England, we had the 11 plus exam. So we took an exam and at 11, you got streamed into grammar school or, or higher, you know, higher opportunities in private schools or you went to secondary modern and you did a trade. At 11, all right? That is a ridiculous way to run a child's life on rails. Um, your pedagogy doesn't change in terms of the fact that you're still trying to educate the individual. All right, so that's the first thing. The way you address a subject, like if you're doing a Shakespeare play is a good example in English probably. If you're approaching it with a mixed classroom, you have to think about tiered questioning that's gonna to appeal to all levels, right? You're gonna get a range of responses. So one of the things with a new system, which is interesting, is any instrument that we use to assess in the senior courses has to be valid enough that it allows an A to E response, you know what I mean? So that goes back to your pedagogy. You look at it and go, the outcome isn't what you focus on, all right, you're gonna get A, B, C, D, E in the classroom if you wanna measure it that way. If that's the way you choose to measure a classroom, that's not the way I choose to measure my classroom. All right, we look at incremental improvement. Do you know what I mean? So you get a child who's a reluctant reader and suddenly they pick it up and they actually want to engage with it, that's incremental improvement. You know, they start to gradually get better, incremental improvement. You keep improving over that course of time that Lou's referred to there, they become superb students. It's just, uh, it's just a given.